0: Welcome to Paranormal Heart, a place where people can talk about their paranormal experiences. With your host, Cat Ward, along with a special segment, Oddities with John Mallard.
1: Welcome back folks to Paranormal Heart, I'm your host Kat Ward. You can find us on the second and last Sunday of each month on Podbean and YouTube. You can also find us on sparkradionet.org, iTunes, Spotify, Podchaser, and I'm very proud to say I've recently joined the family on New Lantern Media Network. And you can still find us anywhere you find Fine Podcast. If you enjoy the show, please show your support by telling others about us hit that like button share subscribe and follow folks this episode i want to give a very special dedication to a true hero kevin shell on monday august 24 2020 in bracebridge ontario canada a distressed unexperienced swimmer was noticed by three women and kevin shell the four took immediate action to save the man the man was saved but tragically kevin did not fare as well He was caught in an undertow and drowned. He gave his life trying to save another. The story does not end there. You see, Kevin was the love of a very dear friend of mine, Mary Jane Horncastle. Someone I've known for many, many years. Mary Jane was telling me just the other day how Kevin used to go across the road of their house every day and watch the frogs. He'd sit there and count them every day. The other day, his brother found a frog in the basement in his room. He's never found a frog in his house before, and he's trying to figure out how the heck it got there. Now, Mary Jane went to count the frogs. Normally there are eight, and that day there were seven. Then a friend of Kevin's was working the night shift. When he got out of his car, he noticed a frog. It followed him into the building. Mary Jane went to do a frog count, and you guessed it, there were six left. It still doesn't end there. Kevin's aunt was on a walking trail, the same trail she always walks on. One day she sees a frog. She has never seen one on her walks before. Even though Kevin's not with us physically, it sure looks like he's still with us spiritually. So this episode is for Kevin, a hero. He is a Mohawk of the Wolf Clan. Mary Jane says he was a wolf in the physical world and a frog in the spiritual world. May you rest in peace, Kevin. I know this dedication was long, but I really wanted to make sure that everyone knew about this brave soul and his brave deeds. Rest in peace, Kevin. In episode 42, I am joined by another interesting guest. She comes from a 900-plus-year-old tradition of spiritualists that originated from Spain in a small village called Espírito, meaning the village of the spirit. Her mother was born in this village, and the gypsies are all spiritualists. Following tradition, the eldest daughter born are always born with a gift, called El Don. She had her first experience with the paranormal at the age of three. Now she is a criminology specialist, a proud U.S. Air Force veteran, obtained a master's degree in criminal behavior, and a life coach certification. I introduce to you Queen Bibi. Okay. Hey Bibi, welcome to Paranormal Heart. Let's try this again. (laughs) We had technical difficulties. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Thank you so much for having me. I love it.
1: I'm so happy you're here and uh, I have to say uh, Al Santariga, um, he's the one who uh, recommended that I have you as a guest and I'm so happy that he did because as we mentioned earlier we spoke for you said two and a half hours the other day for the first time Yeah. and um, Yeah, we just hit it off, and Al's like, yeah, I knew you'd love her. (laughs) He says, I I knew (laughs) you'd hit it it off.
0: Al, sweetheart.
1: Oh, he is. A lot of time for Al, yeah. So, why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself, and um, we'll we'll take it from there. Okay, um, how far back do you want me to go? (laughs) Wherever you want to start.
0: Okay, so um, I come from a 900-plus-year-old tradition where sometime during the Middle Ages, um a spiritualist was born and she had left certain words behind not curses but every first of every born from this bloodline will be a spiritualist they have different levels some of them were healers some of them were just empathic some of them were very psychic it all depends on where they were in what time period they were Hmm. um there were books left behind um for us to figure out, which I have to send you that alphabet that we do have here. Yes. Um, so basically you could see what is, was it basically like for them not to learn how to read or write, but they used to do science, we used to use science all the time. So my mom of course was the eldest of the sisters, so she had it. And then when I was born, I was the eldest of the girls too. So. It became a different situation as the the different stages in life for example the 80s the 60s the 70s so when I was born in the 60s it was a time of a lot of controversy controversy going on so um, we had to they had to teach me for years and years and years how to control these energies my first encounter for the paranormal was three years old I was actually in my crib And my mother heard me saying something in a certain language and she picked it up, got out of her bed, went into my room and she saw me looking at the corner. Well, she said that I had experienced my first guardian because we have guardians that come in with the spirituality. These are what they, this is the history. What they say is when your guardian comes in, it doesn't mean that's the only one. That's one out of nine. So the first guardian that came in I was three. And that guardian when she came in, she was actually a gypsy. So it comes she goes back many years, like five, six hundred years from the time I was born. Then they tell me what her purpose was. But I didn't see her completely, I only saw her clothing, which was very exciting, because I was like, What well, I want to wear those clothes. No, <laughs> lots of beads, gold, silver, oh my God, it was beautiful. But then my mother had to tell me that I could not understand it at that time. When I was five, a second guardian came in. Now I'm freaking out, because this one has shells for clothing. And I'm like, what, what is she wearing? And all you hear is the shells banging with each other as she was walking across the room. And it was funny for a little while. <laughs> That's <laughs> so interesting. Shells. Hmm. Yeah. She she has shells for uh the top and then shells in her skirt. Like seashells and hmm. stars and everything ocean like that you could find in the ocean sand. And she was wearing it as clothing. Hmm. And she was walking really slow across the room. Also at that time, um another entity entered the house, but this was nothing to do with me. And it was crossing the living room, and I saw it, but it was like a black shadow. And I pointed it out to my mom, and she says, go to your room. <laughs> she told me, go to your room. I could see it. I don't know what she did because I was a little girl. As, as you are a small child, you're thinking there's something wrong with me. And we were completely fast. that She later on figured out, oh, my God, she came with the don. They call it el don. El don is a gift. El don? El don. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what they call it in Spain when you have that particular type of uh, psychic gift. Mm-hmm. And if you are a spiritualist, you know everything. There's not just being an, you know part of smelling or hearing. You're going to see everything. You're going to see the good, the bad, and the indifferent. There is no way you can stop that because that's just the way it works. So when people say, oh, we're going to go go something, they're only friendlies. No, you don't know that. You can identify that unless I can see it. <laughs> then I could tell you what's in here, whether it's good bad, good or bad energy, unless you're empathic, where you can feel that energy that can be disturbing. But, you know, it went on from there. At 10 years old, it became more and more difficult for me to attend school and see all these things walking around me. Or I was in Catholic school. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, that must have gone over very well.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> that school was not bad. <laughs> I was um completely um suspended from ever entering that church at the school that I attended. And how old because were you? I was 10. Wow. <laughs> because um the priest had a lot of little secrets. So whenever the priest would go on the altar, to say his sermon, I could see the little black shadow with blinking red eyes going like this. And I was like, I'm not seeing that. I'm not seeing that. I'm not seeing that. <laughs> you know, and then my classmates would look at me and say, are you sure you're okay? You want some water? I was like, no, no, I, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. But the basic thing is I couldn't tell them. They're going to think I was crazy. So when I got home, I told mom. I said, mom, Father O'Brien has a black shadow that follows him. And it has red eyes. And she says, oh, my. I said, what does that mean? Do I have to go back to school? <laughs> he <laughs> goes, you have to go back to school. Now you're going to take more, more of a, an attention towards Father Brian. Keep paying attention to what he does. I said, Mom, he's an undercover alcoholic. That's the way I see him. <laughs> but he was always drinking. Yeah. And she said, no, no. You're going to pay attention to the surroundings. So at one point, we were doing confession. And all the girls were lined up and sitting down. And all the boys were on the other side with Father Brian. And I'm looking and I see all the boys like, all timid, like scared. And I was like, what's going on? You know, it's like, why do they look scared? So he was taking the boys behind the altar instead of having the confessions inside the co- confession booth. Mm-hmm. And I went back there and I kicked the door in. <laughs> he had his pants
1: down. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. <Yeah. laughs>
0: so I ran out of the church. Mother Teresa, um, Frank, Franco Teresa, tried stopping me, who was the principal, and I ran out of the school, I went in front of the school, and I waited for my mother there. And I told her, that's it, that's it, I, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. So she understood, and you know, she said, what else did you see? I said, I saw a woman sitting next to me the whole time we were waiting, when I saw the boys, and the woman was not there, mom. I don't want to go back to church. I thought that was what kept bringing the entities in and ah. all the spirits in. Not really. I was seeing the things I was supposed to be seeing. So that's why she said, it doesn't matter where you go, you're going to always see the spirits. they are they good, bad or indifferent? I can't stop it. And I said, okay, let's just take me out of church. I don't want to go back to church. So mm-hmm. I went to, you know, regular school, public school, but it, it wasn't. It wasn't easy to be yourself around kids your age because I knew kids my age who would look at me as the weirdo kid, which I was, you know. I was the weirdo kid. That's okay. Yep. <laughs> you know, bully me if you want to. My dad put me in karate school and he said, you're going to learn how to defend yourself always. And I said, yeah, I know. <laughs> they bully you. You know, I, I was at a point in high school where I would sit at a table and it was the weirdo's table you know, the punk kids and whatever mm-hmm. that will bully you. And, and I used to sit there and say, well, you know, you can come at me anytime you want. Why? Cause I was already trained. As a kickboxer, I will kick anybody's butt. I didn't care, mm-hmm. <laughs> but there was more hate in the school. There was so many people. I, I told my teacher one day, I was in 10th grade cat and my 10th grade um, science teacher, Mr. Duncan, he was such a sweetheart. And he says, I'm going on vacation, and I'm going to go have fun. So, you know, do everything that's supposed to be done by the end of the week. That way I can grade you before I leave. And I'm staring at him, and you won't believe that I saw death in his face. So I went back to him, and I said, Mr. Duncan, do you really have to go on vacation? I mean, you know, you're one of my favorite teachers. And he's like, no, no, my wife and I need to go on vacation. He never came back. Ah. his vacation he actually drowned on a jet ski in the middle of the ocean wow and the freakiest thing is that when they announced it on the loudspeaker my whole heart just started beating really hard because i had mentioned it to him Mm -hmm. and sometimes you don't want to say the things that i do see and i could tell you anyone they never give you time or date the way the spirits transfer you know, any of that information to me is by telling me it would be spring end, beginning of spring, summer's end. You know, or the end of. You know, it's got to be by the seasons. Mm-hmm. They go by the seasons because there's no timing on the other side. So you so, don't know a
1: year, just the the time of the time of year. Yeah, mm. just
0: the time or, or the type of um, you know environment mm-hmm. that's going on during that time of year. But they never give you the time of day. I guess that's God's doing, and not mine. Um, I do give warning, it's like, you know, watch out for this person or prepare yourself for the worst. You know, this is what I see. And nobody wants to hear that. Of course now We don't want to hear that. That's not something nobody wants to know, but death is just part of life. So it, it's things that we have to accept all the time. And though it, it does hurt, we cry for being selfish because we're going to miss the person. But when they're on the other side, they they're clear from us, <laughs> mm. I'm more scared of the alive than the dead at any time. Because, you know, being with the spirits that are here, they're sent here for a reason. They're still here to finish whatever mission they didn't accomplish, and they're being sent back. And it usually takes a 100 years. So if someone died six months ago, they're not coming back right now.
2: Hmm. They might
0: be around family members,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but they're not coming back to haunt anyone. You know how people say, when I die, I'm going to haunt you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, they don't, they don't give you that permission. <laughs> Once you're on the other side, you have to follow whatever they tell you to do. That's the way it goes.
1: Like that but, book from um, Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> I love Beetlejuice. One of my favorite movies. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, as as much as we want to make sure that people understand there are rules to this, there are so many things that can happen when people do not respect the rules. Um, I was taught the rules from the age of 10 when I knew I could move energy and After that they were like every time you do something We have to make sure that you're doing it because you're doing it of a good heart not a bad heart Because mm-hmm. you do have a choice So in the covenant that everybody went to on Sundays once a month there was many many other people just like me and They would sit and talk about the kids and who has it who doesn't have it. Hmm. And When I was 10 years old, one of the main witches on the table, she says to my mother, you got to watch out for her because from here to the age of 16, we got to make sure that if she knows where she's going, she has to pick a side. So I could have gone either way. Mm -hmm. I could have been bad or I could have been really good. White table witch, black table witch. That's what they call it. There's no Mm -hmm. in between. We don't have a gray area. We say yes or no. We don't We never have situations where I'm making a choice. Now, there are times you could be extremely compulsive when you're making a decision because you wanna get it done. It doesn't work that way either. You have to think about what you're doing, who you're gonna harm along the line. So it's not good to make choices if it's gonna harm someone along the line. If you have children and you do something bad, your children will pay for it when you are a witch. So even Mm. if you think you got away with it, you don't get away with with nothing. Because karma and those spirits that are here to protect me are here to also help me get into heaven. Mm. (laughs) They don't want me to say, um, go to the other side. So I've chosen to be in the white table area. So I have to do the good thing. So I Mm. won't get any bad karma. Mm. People wish me a lot of bad though.
1: Yeah. Just push it away. Yeah. And I don't under... (laughs) Like I was telling you, I don't understand because the, the few times that we have spoken, you're just so sweet and caring and good vibes, but I I don't know. I don't know why. And that's probably why that's true. Yeah.
0: So if you ask me, okay. So if you ask me to tell you the truth, so Mm -hmm. I'll use an example for somebody from the past. There was abuse. There was verbal abuse. There was, um, Opportunity. There was all kind of all the kind of things that we don't <clears throat> like about someone how ha- to be treated, and they knew this. They knew this very well. So they came to ask me, "What should I do?" I can't give you that answer, but I, what I can tell you is, you being a be in a live this way and be unhappy for the rest of your days. We can't change that. There's no magic that can change that. You have to do it on your own so when i said that the person didn't get mad it was the second party that got mad because they said that i was trying to remove them away from them no that person abuses you so (laughs) it's up to you really what am i going to do take you away take you home no i can't do that so you know they don't want to hear the truth Mm -hmm. you could tell me the truth i will take it the way you're giving it to me i'd rather know the truth than not the truth at all When people are keeping secrets, I know. When people are lying, I know. When people are not being truthful to the actions they're taking, I know. And I tell them, so they don't like that.
1: Probably uh, most people would, would, uh, I would imagine, feel intimidated by that too. Because they they know they can't hide anything from you. No, they can't. You see them for who they really are. (laughs) Yeah, And that scares a lot of people.
0: I'll tell you a story. My ex-husband, he tried to play that hmm. for a while. And I looked at him one morning on a Sunday morning, and I said, I am going to catch you. And when I do, all bets are off. And don't cry. Don't get on the floor like drama king or anything because it's not, it's not going to work, okay? I'm just letting you know. I'm not doing anything wrong. You know, that kind of hesitation. Wow, seven days later, I caught him. Then he tried for a year, (laughs) he tried begging to go back to his wife and I said, no, you had an opportunity to make things right and not play this game. Mm -hmm. But I already knew it like three months prior. I was just waiting to catch him and I was told I was going to catch him. So I told them, I said, I'm going to catch you. And as a matter of fact, a few days ago, I told someone, someone is watching you and you're going to be arrested. They had a fit. And I said, what, why, why are you so angry? Oh, why are you going to say that for? It's like a curse. I said, you don't understand. I'm being told to tell you mm-hmm. to watch yourself, or it may be your friend, but you are going to be arrested. And they lost it on me.
1: I said, all right, bye. <laughs> I ended up the phone. And were <laughs> they, it was, or it hasn't huh? happened, were they arrested?
0: No, not yet. That not was yet? like three days ago. Oh, wow. Oh,
1: it's coming. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) it's coming why because this is the thing so I was gonna show you see this notebook yep okay this is the notebook that I use to write everything in it so let's say in the middle of the night they're telling me something so I write it down and when it happens I put a check on it you see that oh yeah yeah so every every night I'm giving information Um, it could be anybody it could be anywhere around the world Okay. And I basically write it down just to remind myself that I heard about it and I keep writing it down. And when it happens, I put a check. So you know, that information I gave him, I gave it to him because it was told. They told me about it at three o'clock in the morning and I wrote it down to remind him. listen, you gotta be careful because they watching your friend and you guys are connected. And if they arrest him, they're gonna arrest you. I'm not gonna wish that upon anybody. <laughs> So, um, even though that I've had many different situations happen, by the age of 16, they already knew that I had a crown. So the crown, what it looks like in the dark, is like a light over my head. It's like a a fire. It looks like a flame. Mm -hmm. So they took pictures of it and they say, yep, she's the last queen in the family, in my mother's bloodline. Mm -hmm. So we didn't think that anybody else, will have it because you know, I was the last of the Queens. So the queen meant that I knew everything, but I had to learn everything before I can be crowned queen. So by the age of 14, I knew so many things that had nothing to do with school, but I had to learn this stuff. Mm. Then one day, one of the, uh, you know, high priestess in our covenant said to me, you're going to see something that nobody else will be able to see sometime in your lifetime, and I was like, okay, yeah, no, <laughs> at 14, you don't want to hear that, I want to watch videos, watch yeah. YouTube, <laughs> you know, I want to go skating, yeah. <laughs> and skiing, but I had to pay attention to that, so I wrote it down on a notebook, and I always kept it, I still don't know exactly what it was supposed to be, but I'm waiting for that to come in, So. I have um, three children, cat, and all three children have it. Wow. And they are, they're all readers, all three. I didn't teach them because those, the guardian that comes with them is teaching mm-hmm. them how to do this. And that's how it's, it's, you know, it's basically done. And, you know, I did, I did many stupid things because I wanted to test myself at times, even though my mom would tell me, don't do it, don't go there, blah, 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 blah. So I think I told you during uh, a talk about (laughs) the Baron. So everybody always tells me, why you can't go into the cemetery? I say, well, I was punished to go into the cemetery. I I have to ask for permission. They don't allow me to go in because I should not be waking up, you know, the undead. So, Mm -hmm. um whenever someone has a big event at a cemetery, I stay outside of the gates. So when I was 16, oh wow, I was crowned. And they say, I have this and I have that and I could move energy, blah, 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 blah. You could wake up and I was like, wow, I'm cool. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Weird, but cool, right? Yeah. So I went to the cemetery on Halloween. My mother stands at the door and she tells me, you don't want to go to the cemetery on this day. It's not a good idea. And I say, yeah, 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 whatever. So we all started drinking Coke 45 and Amanera. Do you remember Amanera? <laughs> it's like called no. of Amaretto. It's Oh, like okay.
1: Right, right. Yeah.
0: So we started drinking Almanera, and We're driving to Woodlawn Cemetery in the Bronx. It's huge. It has many famous people there. The mausoleum look like houses there. So we went over there. You know, I say, I'm cool. I got this. You know, so I started touching the tombstones and just go i didn't care who it was i didn't even read the name i just went by and i touched it with my hand and i'm walking along just touching tombstones and my sister was right behind me and all of a sudden she disappears her friend disappears everybody's gone so i find myself alone in a section of the cemetery that i've never been to before so i'm trying to walk along and get out of there but i feel all this energy something trying to grab me and I'm, I'm trying to walk really fast, but I know that I, I'm not Supposed to be in the section mm-hmm. so I feel push in my back like literally a hand that pushes my body So I go like that and I didn't want to turn around. Of course. I was scared mm-hmm. That is the one time that I was scared. So I didn't want to turn around and I'm, I'm like, okay I gotta walk faster. Maybe I start jogging whatever, you know, so I'm, I'm walking really fast really fast I'm trying to get out of the section, and I get pushed again. At that point I stopped and I said, nope, you should not be scared. So he pushed me on the ground. It's what they call the Baron of the cemetery. I was in his section, waking up anything that I could to test myself and he told me to get out. I am not gonna disobey that and I started running and I went over a fence, ended up on the highway. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> then I had to go all in circle about two miles to meet my friends back at the front of the gate. And they were like, where the hell did you go? What happened to you? I said, well, um, I saw something that you guys would never understand. So when I get home, I got to explain. Because remember, she told me, do not go mm-hmm. to the cemetery this day. So she was totally right. I should never gone there. So anytime somebody has a ghost hunt in a cemetery, I cannot go in, unless I'm giving the permission, but I'm not supposed to go in there and entertain. Gotcha. For Forever. Forever. Wow. So I, I am not going to play that.
1: <laughs> I, I, don't I don't blame if you.
0: If you were to see what he looks like, it's like an eight foot off the ground entity and he has a long beard and he has uh, a long white in the middle, then is green on the sides, and his hands are huge. I was like, oh no, 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 mm-mm. I'm not <laughs> doing this, That's <laughs> for me to go. So I respect the fact that I was punished and when I went back to the covenant and I told them what I did, they weren't happy with me I at don't. all. Uh, yeah. So they told me, you are gonna be punished from using anything that you know how to do to gratify yourself because what happens is that if you're gonna do this again next time he probably won't let you go out of the cemetery mm take you and the way they take you when another spirit takes you it just sucks your soul out and you're out what's mm. left there is the shell there's nothing left of you you're
1: gone that's it so if you were lucky you had a chance just like oh, yeah. that warning yeah
0: but again, you know <clears throat> things that people do not understand they laugh at it they will make fun of it they will not correspond well when you tell them listen, you can't do that oh my your business this is not an even all right fine okay here go go right ahead <laughs> I'll give them the pass <laughs> yeah I'll give them the pass. go ahead go ahead you, you got this. <laughs> 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 <I don't care. laughs> I can only give you advice once. If you don't take it, then hey, you know, do whatever you want. Good luck. <laughs> but again, you know, all those negative people who want to do, oh, I want to get this. I want... So listen, it's not that serious. We're here to have fun. If you're going to take it this serious, then you better be on that TV. Because otherwise, just cut the crap. I mean, don't treat people bad. You're not better than the next ghost hunter. They are also on the same length with at you looking for the evidence to prove okay so you're not any better than anybody else just have fun enjoy this let people get involved let people the more some energies are better than others sometimes mm-hmm. some energies come with you and they want to talk to you and not me that's fine i could hear them talking but you know you see what i'm saying yep. so when you come in negative they're going to treat you like that so you're not supposed to be here but you want to bother me. Mm-hmm. They they could hear everything we say, everything. So they when they tell you to get out, they mean it. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't like your energy. So you know some people just don't understand. You can't treat what you don't know bad. You know, and and I explained this to you too. It's like they don't know what a rampart is. They don't yeah. know. So you know, just say you see the little pretty colors. Come and touch this. Let's make all these colors come up because they you don't know what century are they're from, and you know very well electricity during the 1800s mm. might have been put in certain cities big cities, mm-hmm. but in the outskirts there was no light they mm. used to use candles and stuff so you explain that to someone who just is ignorant it's really hard <laughs> it's just it's amazingly hard, but I have to let
1: people be at times. Do you find, um, how can I word this now, using English in, because some people believe that if all entities understand English, do you believe that or do you think that if you can speak their language, then you're going to get more of, um, more at, not, not activity, but you're going to get uh, maybe EVPs or something like that?
0: No, um, most are... Okay. So most entities that I have encountered lately, let's Mm -hmm. say in in historical places, it's a hundred years old, Mm a hundred plus, their language may be English, but if let's say there was a cleaning lady and she just came from Russia, she's not going to speak any English. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So you got to always express yourself differently. Um, I've heard someone speak, uh, pick Latin one time. Mm. I heard someone speak Spanish. I had somebody speak African, I had somebody oh. speak, it sounded like Muslim, French. Um, and then, you know, it's never going to be the language that we're speaking.
1: Yeah. Well, so look at English. Person, look at English today as uh, compared to the Shakespearean era, English right. is it's so not, very different. It's totally different.
0: Yeah. It's, totally different. Mm-hmm. it's like Italian during the Roman time, mm-hmm. it's not Italian as it is today. And then the Sicilians spoke it different Mm -hmm. like sicily speaks different Different dialects than they do in italy and the same thing in portugal portuguese people speak a different type of portuguese according to brazil brazil Mm -hmm. they call it the the slang okay but in in all when they you are in a room and you're feeling some type of energy you want to ask the right questions Mm -hmm. because Language is not the only thing that they see they could see right through us they see our fear they see our expressions they can see our they can see our energies mm-hmm. so if you want to say something that can be helpful for a good ghost hunt you gotta start looking at all the things that are around us now I don't like doing ghost hunts where there's a hundred people in the same room mm-hmm. that bothers because everybody's energy is gonna push it away yep I agree okay so. I just saw something standing behind you. Oh, did you? What was it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was on this side. Of, like, it's on your right side. Yeah. No, it it went like this. <laughs> <laughs> just like that? Just was like that? A, was it a little girl by any chance? Ronsha.
1: Oh. That's who it is. Yeah. Okay. Hello.
0: That's good energy. <laughs> That's good energy. So it, I, I kind of didn't like, and I still don't like when you go to a ghost hunt and there's 10 people in one room. Even if you're quiet, your energies is making a change of the whole room. Because sometimes they don't like an energy, they'll leave right away. Mm-hmm. Some will stay because they just want to see how much they can bother people. So people don't know the differences, right? Mm-hmm. There's Portuguese, they will throw anything across the room. Those guys are real spirits of human beings who are really angry. Mm. Not that we are calling them demons because they're not. They're just really angry spirits. They were either stuck here for whatever bad they did and they want to take it out on other people. Mm. Usually when you get rid of that, it's a whole exorcism done. It's just like when you have a demon in your house. So I've seen a girl in Queens, New York, who was oh my gosh. She doesn't look like the movie The Exorcist, because mm-hmm. I gotta tell you she wasn't green. Okay? <laughs> nothing like that. That's a bit more Hollywood. But her hair was like a mop. Mm-hmm. And it was about this big. And she her sight kept moving from side to side like really fast. Like when you have severe stigmatism really,
1: mm-hmm. really, really,
0: really, really fast. So she was, um, she was playing around with the Ouija board and her friends, and she went into her closet. Do you remember <clears what throat> I told you about people drawing doors inside the closet? Mm-hmm. Yep. She was 17 years old and my mother said, we got to go to this house because it's going to be a lot of spiritual there and you got to learn. I was like, ah, oh, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she said, nope, you're coming. So we went. and. um there was chairs everywhere. There were three priests in the house. It was people all over the place. Um, she was upstairs. We could hear the banging all over the walls. Now she had this scripture written in her room that I couldn't understand, then it hit me. It was ancient thick Latin. Hmm. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh my gosh. It's trying to express itself. It's trying to say something. So when I finally got to see it, because On top of the fireplace, there was a mirror on the mantel. There was a giant mirror there. And I looked at my mother and I said, oh, my gosh. She goes, what? What? Shh. What? (laughs) Don't say it too loud. I said, mom, it's passing right behind us. He's looking at all of us. Like, he really was looking at all of us. And he kept going around the circle of all the witches. And my mother noticed it. And then everybody noticed it. And we were, like, really quiet just looking at it move around. And he said out loud, I'll bring her down if I could take one of you. Oh. And it it was it was very thin. It was really dark in the face, but in the hands you could see like strikes like this of green on his hands. Hmm. And he, he looked like he was wearing a monk kind of, you know, you know, long robe. Mhm. He passed and then always saw a line move and then it went upstairs and we all looked up and when she comes down, I gotta tell you, this young girl leaped from the top of the stairs into the living room, leaped like a kangaroo. Hmm. And we all moved back and the priest finally got her and they were able to take her down, do their prayers, so they can remove, and then I was told to go outside. And then my mother stood in with the rest of the other ladies who were seniors and whatever, and they were praying and praying and praying. And finally, all we heard, this high pitch, like really high pitch, when it started moving away, and we heard banging like on the walls, and it was gone. Hmm. So whatever ceremony it took place, besides the priest being there, it lasted eight hours wow it's a long time exhausting so we were there to about i don't know four in the morning but it was very interesting how you know everyone just looked at each other like oh my god this took hours to do which gave me the realization that when people are playing that game oh i'm gonna send somebody over on the other side don't play yourself it doesn't work that way Mm -mm most people think i'm gonna go into a ghost hunt and pass somebody over you don't know what the hell you're talking about if you're gonna pass someone over you need a whole gang with you you can't do this by yourself because what you're gonna cause it for it to go into somebody else
1: he's gonna fight you yeah Hmm.
0: they're gonna fight you and it's gonna go into somebody else because it doesn't go away that easily. You gotta have enough good energies around you and enough prayer. So when people don't believe in prayer, they get tired of praying, you lose faith. So it has nothing to do with not knowing how to pray, it's knowing what to say Mm. in your prayer. You gotta keep that in your heart. So that brings me to the other thing, God is in my heart, I have no fear of no, no one alive, no one dead. <laughs> I have no fear. Come and get some, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So when that happened, I was 17 years old. And then after that, you know, we didn't get invited to go anywhere else. Cause that was the only time i seen someone who was possessed. And I was 17. Then after that, I didn't, you know, I didn't, never got invited again. I guess we didn't have no, no other person, but, um, I've seen certain, you know, um, that will send my mother certain letters, you know. Can you come and help me? And, you know, my daughter's going through changes and that kind of stuff. And it was like a lot of letters, like a lot. Because she used to go with the seniors to go and do prayers to take things out. So, again, I'm going to pass this person over. How are you going to pass them over? You know? Mm-hmm. So all those experiences, what it showed me and taught me was that it's not as easy as people think it is. You might pick up a book and read it, or this is how you pass someone over, but it doesn't work that way. If you're passing someone over, it's going to go into somebody if you're not doing the right thing. And that's a whole different entity of situations and how to um, even do that. You have to know how to do it.
1: It just doesn't work as people think. So would that be why um, when people say they cross someone over and then say the person whose house you're at uh, says, oh, yeah, the house feels so much lighter. Well, it's because a person, that entity's not in their house anymore. It's in someone else. Yes. Yeah. And you think that yeah. they've, they've passed over and they ha- actually have it. Hmm. They don't pass over. We are
0: human beings and we're on the other side. If that thing was able to get through that dimension and it's mm-hmm. here with us, to move it over, it's gonna take a lot more power than that.
1: Mm-hmm. It's not
0: gonna take that easy peasy, put on a candle, make that little prayer, and you think it's done. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't work that way. It's a lot more serious than that. And when, that's why I, I, so many people, I've gone to a lot of ghost hunts, and somebody told me, I'm gonna pass this ghost over. I'm looking at her like, get out. I'm like, get out <laughs> now. Don't, you're not passing nothing over. Come on, get out. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know how to start. And it's a serious situation. And then if you pass it over and something else is holding it, you're going to piss this one off mm-hmm. <laughs> and it goes in a domino effect. Now it's going to start getting angrier because you decided to do something without permission. We are not here to move anyone over. If they're here, they're here for a reason.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We're not here to do that. If you want to pass a family member over because you think that they're not at they're not peace, then you could do that. but Going into a ghost hunt and passing people over, get off that horse. That's that should not be happening. Hmm. But there's people who do it. There are people who are doing it. Happens very often. Yeah, it does. And it's Hmm. a bad thing. (laughs) It's a bad thing. And I laugh because I see somebody get possessed and I'm just looking at them like, Yeah, who told you to pass somebody over? Yeah. I had to laugh because I said, well, um," I said, don't do it, but you still did it. So there you go. Can you help me? No, Mm -hmm. I cannot, because now you're going to have to find a way for it to leave you alone. You know, it's it's, people don't listen. You can't be that desperate to find out if entities do exist or spirits or, yeah, they do exist. They're here.
1: Mm -hmm. They're out here. I have a question for you. And This has been asked to me before and I thought it was a very very interesting question When actually I'll just ask it how she asked me. She says when you go on an investigation. How come we always? Um, sense other people or cats or dogs or whatever. What about dinosaurs? <laughs> no. Yeah, and I was like, you know something that's a really interesting question. Yeah, that's an interesting question but you see
0: the thing is that dinosaurs weren't intelligent beings. Mm-hmm. They were not. So dinosaurs were an animal, and people have not ever been around dinosaurs. So how would you know how to identify? I'll tell you yeah. one thing. There are some evil things out there that look like dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. And they actually have you know the claws, they have the wings, and you know, <clears throat> they find all over the place. Mm-hmm. But who is to tell that they're dinosaur? They're not no dinosaur. This you cannot connect to a dinosaur because mm-hmm. there were no humans around dinosaur. We are connected to other human beings because they lived on these grounds where, as humans. Mm-hmm. But before that, a dinosaur could never come through unless you hear an angry horse, or you might again see a demon that has wings and is mm-hmm. basically angry. <laughs> they get on top of the houses. So, if you stop walking on your roof, it's one of those those things, but it's not a dinosaur. We cannot connect to dinosaurs because dinosaurs, there was no humans around dinosaurs when they were alive. Hmm.
1: I thought that was, no one had ever brought that up. I've never heard anybody talk about that before. And I thought, you know, that's a really interesting question. And I said, I have to do a little research on that because I have no idea.
0: (laughs) So, basically, um, you know, that's. That's, that's kind of farfetched. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> to, her, laugh <laughs> to her, it didn't make any sense because the, um, it, there were life forms before us. And so she says, how come we don't, we don't sense them. I was like, oh, uh, not know. Yeah. They were around. Can't relate. No, hmm. can't relate.
0: We can't connect that. I mean, some people say they connect to their cat. Mm-hmm. some people say they connect to a dog I can't tell you they, they cannot they probably can it depends mm-hmm. how much you love your pet and how close you were to your pet you might hear the dog barking in the middle of the night you mm-hmm. might hear an animal that you used to love and still hanging around mm-hmm. an area where you came back to maybe you had a horse and when you came back you came back with your horse mm-hmm. we could hear the horse inside the same room. I mean, that is all possible, Mm -hmm. but nothing that was connected to humans cannot come back. It's just not, doesn't make any sense. We have no connection. There's no, there's no connection there. Makes Um, sense. Animals, um, you know, a lot of people have animal. spiritualists speak to animals and I, 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 uh. (laughs) everybody's their own. (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> Everybody has their own little, you know, mm-hmm. uh way of expressing themselves and hey, if you can do that, you could do that.
2: Hmm.
0: I mean I was never taught that and so I, I, I don't have any experience in that. I've heard dogs barking, but the dogs that I hear barking are not good dogs. <laughs> so they're not good dogs. Mm-hmm. Um some some they they call them the angry dogs and they come with an angry entity. Or the, they come with an angry spirit.
1: Would those be called what, are, are those what other people call hellhounds? They are hellhounds. Yeah. I've I've heard those. Um, I've
0: heard them, you know, probably because something's walking across the field. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. And the dog came out before the spirit did. And it's walking, but it's not looking at anybody. It's just walking straight. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. Yeah, go away. <laughs> <laughs> push. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's
0: my thing. I push everything and, and that's just, you know.
1: Hmm. Come near me. When you say you push energy, how do how do you do that? Can you explain it? Um, let's see. Let me see how I
0: can explain it to you. (laughs) So let's say. Picture in your head a bubble. Mm -hmm. Okay. Picture a person inside that bubble. That energy that they have, you could push it. Okay. So when I was taught. To move energy and move things away from me that's what I look for that bubble Mm -hmm. everyone has one Mm -hmm. you can't miss it and it's the simplest thing in my head but I was taught as a little girl and that's the way I still see it people call it the your aura right Mm -hmm. and it's like an aura around you and you can see the colors inside that bubble if I put you in a bubble with me you will be protected. Mm -hmm. But because people tend to use any little bit that they know as malice, then that has to be removed. So I remove it. And the way you do that is that you have to put your hands together and you push. And that push comes from the energy that I carry.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Weird, might be Hollywood, but that's the way way I see it. And that's the way I've shown to do it. Mm So if, if you feel that someone's coming at you or you feel that negative energy of someone who is alive
1: mm-hmm. and it's
0: just coming right at you, you put your hands together and you do this. And they, they splits it for some reason. So I don't know how well that works for everyone. Um, I see myself do it. I see myself take energies out of an area. Like you're leaving the place right now. Just yeah. like get out. <laughs> hmm. Stop bothering people, just get out of here. You know, I could do that. Um, it's not manipulation, but if you feel somebody's in danger, if you feel somebody has some type of situation going on where it can be dangerous, or you move it. Hmm. That's what you know.
1: When I go on investigations, if I feel there's negativity around me, how I do it is I picture the white light from within me and I, right. I envision it as almost like an explosion coming out just to push that negative energy away that's, that's how that's push. how i envision it that's my push
0: <laughs> your push is your bubble it's the same thing huh. so you got it okay. it's exactly wow. what it is because it comes from here it's your center mm-hmm. so it comes from here when i pull out my hands and do this and it has to go because hmm. if i have to go back and do it one more time i'm gonna hurt the person
2: <laughs> oh okay
0: you can only push it enough for it to just take its course. and you have to say always what you want when you're moving it. Mm-hmm. If I want this this energy away from us, I want this energy to move, have it move and it moves and it, it won't stay there. I have made people just go and i'm I'm sitting there, believe it or not, it's like I'm sitting there looking at the person, get up, leave. get up and leave. When somebody was getting on my nerve, put them to sleep. but it takes a lot out of me to be able to do those things because you're moving you're actually moving things out of the way and it takes a lot of heart to bring yourself back and say okay it's just that it was dangerous it's just because this person was going to harm another it's because Uh this person had bad intent towards another who is with me blah, blah blah whatever it takes for you to say that way it's not something you're doing on purpose or with malice intent or with bad intent. Mm-hmm. So that way there's no karma coming back to you. Does that make sense?
1: Yep. Is that the same thing as what uh, martial artists refer to as chi? Or is that it's something same, different? Same it's, thing?
0: It's, it's almost the same as it's pictured as chi, but mm-hmm. with chi, it, it happens to be a more of a strength kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like you find your inner strength to like fight. will? Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's more like a control thing with your body. If you have to go break that piece of wood, they want you to think of it, if you're breaking that piece of wood, you're not gonna feel anything. So it's body and mind, you know, breaking that piece of wood. When it comes to the spiritual thing, and you wanna move that spirit away from you, or you wanna move that person's bad intent away from you, It's almost the same, but again, it's a bubble. It comes from within. We don't need this. Let's move it. So we Hmm. move it, you know. And if it's more than one person there, oh my gosh, (laughs) they're gone. (laughs) They're leaving the place. (laughs) They gotta leave the place because it's not gonna be good for them later on. So, Hmm. you're amazing. (laughs) Oh my gosh, thank you. (laughs) It takes a lot. It takes a lot of. it takes a lot of explanation. It was really hard when I was growing up. I gotta tell you, I had a really hard time trying to remember why these things were happening. And because I was taught since I was a little girl that you come with this Dawn. And I was like, oh my God, what's gonna happen to me next? I'm not gonna have people around me. People are gonna hate me. I really don't care. So when I was like 21, I was like, yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, whatever. And, and you know, I appreciate you know, um, what you just told me. And sometimes it's hard to tell a person, look, I can't do that. We're not here to play God. We're Mm -hmm. here to keep people from being hurt or, you know, attacked by something that doesn't belong on this side. And you are telling me, you want me to go and do this for you? No, no, that's not happening. That's not what I'm here for. So everybody uses excuses. Oh, if you pay me I think I told you about this.
1: Yes. This the
0: funniest thing. If you pay me fifty thousand dollars I can make you part of one of the Orishas. Come on, please. Really? Mm. You know what happens? The Orisha first of all originated from Africa. It is the same word as every other religion. And I and I explain this to you. Shango is Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oja is Mary. Um Mary Magdalene is Soon, you know what I'm saying. So it's uh-huh. just, it just it spirals out of control, and when people want to be part of the energies of these orishas, they pay people to bring that energy in. Well, how do you know that person says what they're bringing in for all that money? So needs nice to say, you know, I could see I've seen a lot of santeros, and many of them were not legit. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. That's okay. i <laughs> something. I don't know. Taste
1: it. <laughs> I'm on. I'm, I'm online, honey.
0: So basically, tell her I said uh, hello. <laughs>
1: huh? Tell her I said hello.
0: <laughs> she says hello. Her name is Kat. My, I think the first one is mine. This one. The other one. That's mine. Yeah. This one? Hi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, this reminds uh, me of Zoom
1: meetings when, um, you know, you can have these big business people talking and then, uh, you know, a baby shows up in the back or the dogs are barking or, you know, it just shows everyone's real life. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> something. So basically, <laughs> all, all that stuff can be, I don't, I don't want to say something that's going to offend anyone. Mm-hmm. But if you're really going to have some type of energy, especially with the Orishas. You better be good at it because when you don't bring in the right energies to put it on someone, you're bringing in
1: a demon. Oh, and that's not good.
0: And that's why I say people don't know what's friendly. People don't know what's bad. They don't Mm -hmm. know what's going on. Can you identify it? Do you have your third eye open? Can you actually see them? Mm -hmm. No, you can't, but you're claiming you could, and you're claiming that somebody else like So many women and men—they call themselves mediums, but what can you see? Did you see it? I saw it. Did you see it? (laughs) Mm. If you see an orb flying around, solidify yourself to me, and they do. And I can see what's going on. Sometimes Mm. they're happy, sometimes they're not. Either way, they are gonna come out to whatever they're supposed to be at right now. So, do you see what I'm saying? How? Everybody goes back and forward, and I'm this and I'm that. And you know, so I heard somebody say one day, I'm psychic, medium, flamboyant, blah 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 blah. And I'm like, wow, because where I come, it's just one thing, either you have it or you don't. Mm -hmm. That makes remember that from where I my lineup of you know, spiritualists, there are no in betweens, they're just not. Mm -hmm. So basically, it again. You either keep yourself on the right side of the white table or on the black side of the table. There's so no in between. There's no in between. You got to pick a side all the time, you know? Hmm. So I'm not perfect and I am not, I didn't ask for this. Hmm. I did not ask for this gift. Um, in the beginning, it was very scary though. My mother was also a healer. She was able to have me understand a lot of it and she was my inspiration. And basically, I knew things when they were coming before they happened. I had to be a good teenager. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> I used to escape all the time to go dancing. <laughs> but I didn't do then. things. That's, that's the only... I never did... Like, I never did anything bad. Like, we used mm-hmm. to come back home.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: and I was always with my little sister, so I had to be good. <laughs> you know, but um, at times there were, you know, people who just didn't like the fact that you can have something like this and it be completely real. Mm-hmm. We were speaking a few days ago, right?
1: Yep. You told me you had a headache.
0: Mm-hmm. What did I tell
1: you to do? Uh, yes, put my fingers to the temples mm-hmm. and say that, oh, what were the words that you told me? It said that BB said to clear it. Well, clear and go away. Yes. Did it and clear it did. in the afternoon? Yeah. It. it yeah, it did. And I was oh, like, sure. wow. So thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And the storm. Did the storm come near you? Oh, no. No. We had um, some rain, but we didn't even have any thunder. Um, they were calling for severe thundershowers and potential tornadoes. Uh, but uh, we didn't. We, we just had the rain. Yeah. Oh. That wasn't going to come near you. No. When it's bad, I will tell you. Oh, my God.
0: okay, sheltered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I see it coming, I will tell you. Okay. Definitely, I will
1: tell you. So it, it wasn't gonna come near you at all.
0: Hmm. That's what I think. that's what I told you. It's not gonna
1: come near you. Yeah. But yeah, right. I, and and I told you that uh, I get the weather migraines. So I just it's the energy that I just feel the buildup in my head, and it's like oh, it's horrible. But, yeah, that that can <clears throat> happen when you have a sensitive, empathic
0: way. You could pick up energies of the the ocean, the air, the grounds. And even fire. So when you let's say when there's bad winds, you probably mm-hmm. will get um, trembling Like your body will feel like it's moving. Um, when you get into the water and the water's not good, you will run out of that water real quick. Like I mm-hmm. see something in the water, I shouldn't be in here. You're gonna feel that because mm-hmm. it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. So you already know that you're an impact. All right. So you have to see it for why the warnings are coming out. They're giving you the warning so you will not put yourself in danger or no one else around you because that's what impacts are you get the energies of the things that can happen before they do Mm -hmm. so you have that and you'll be good you'll be good yay (laughs) (laughs) i could see someone's face and go oh my gosh no (laughs) but a lot i told you a lot of men are just scared me
1: they just um what's the word um intimidated
0: Yeah, but you know what? It's not about that. (laughs) It's not about being intimidated. It's about being real to the person that you're claiming to have something or someone with, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, you just can't, you can't get past anything by me, anything. And that scares people. Yeah. So matter of fact, there was, um, there was a time where someone asked me, I need you to find out what my grandfather's middle name was. Mm, Yes. And I was with the person on the phone and I was at work. He was at work. And I was like, I heard this woman call out this name real fast, Joseph, Joseph, like really, really loud. And I'm like, and I'm looking around, I'm in my room inside in the office in my, in my room and the door is closed and I'm like, okay, there's a lady in here now. And she is screaming out Joseph. Hmm. When I told the person, yeah. Your grandfather's middle name was Joseph. That's what his mother called them. They floored, <laughs> and I, he says nobody's been able to find that out. I said, "Well, I just did." And the ladies in my room right now, I gotta go. because oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was an old school Italian woman. Like I'm talking about maybe early 1800s, and she was screaming out loud. You know how Spanish and, and you know Italian women get really loud and they get uh-huh. all like crazy about things. She was screaming at her son because he wasn't doing whatever she, he wa- she wanted him to do. Anyway, <laughs> that's the way I saw her. And then once I hanged up the phone, she disappeared. That was the connection. Mm-hmm. Even it's though it's a bloodline. The bloodline was him mm-hmm. to the connection to find out what the name was. And then after that, I said, let me call him tonight. So I called him later on. And when I did, I said, were you surprised? He goes, I am screwed up right now. <laughs> Nobody uh, could do that
1: no one mind blown
0: mind <laughs> blowing. yeah it's like wow. I, I got over. Oh. <laughs> okay bye <laughs> talk to your phone <laughs> but it, it's those little things so the other thing i was gonna tell you was about the seance okay Whew. lord 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 all right <laughs> so my mother always said when you're gonna create a seance The sands created by the bloodline of the person you're trying to bring in, Mm -hmm. right? So, again, if the person died six months ago, you're not going to get the person. Why? Because they're on a different trail and you cannot bring them back from that. At that point, six months, they are usually in a place where they're supposed to start their their mission on the other side. So, it's the best way to put it. So, um, if you're in a room full of people and they're all saying, oh, can you get somebody in for me? Can you get my grandmother? Can you get my mom? Can you get my dad? No, we can't. A seon is conducted by the people who are involved with that just one person. You cannot have a room full of people and try to open that up. Because even I, who have a lot of experience, Mm -hmm. if I were to open that kind of door, I don't know what's coming in every second. And you know, the travel at the life speed, hmm. they come in quick and they might stay and some of them might go. So to me, to say I'm gonna do a seance and see what comes in, I don't believe you. And the reason why is because you cannot be playing like that. You don't know what you're bringing in. Mm-hmm. So if I, I've done seance with one person, all the people involved with that one person, but never in a room full of people. So the Long Island medium, doesn't play that game. She does one person at a time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Then you have other people who will have a room full of people and say, well, I'm thinking of somebody with brown pants. Anybody could have had brown pants up. Blonde hair, green eyes. Anybody could be that person. But that's a lie. You cannot concentrate in so many people because if you open that door, you're going to open the door to something you don't understand. And you might not be able to close it. And that's why I say, if you're going to do a seance, it's got to be the person's bloodline. That's it. Because hmm. seances are not for everybody. You cannot use a seance to sanction bad. For example, if you're going to use a seance to take out a demon, it's a bad idea. Don't do it. Because you open the door and you're going to bring other ones in. <laughs> that's Those are the rules. And I didn't create the rules. That's, that's what happens. Yeah. So So many people have gone to so many houses, oh, this 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 in here, I can't get it out. Well, it's your house. If you're gonna want something out of your house, you have to tell it to leave. When it doesn't work for you anymore, then I'll join you to tell it to leave. Mm -hmm. And that's the way it works. Because I don't live there, and I'm not gonna take it home. It's Mm -hmm. really not gonna go home with me. So you gotta know when, how, and all these sayings. I heard somebody's having a sayings with 50 people. And I was like, Oh my God, how do you do that? <laughs> how do you do that? <laughs> I want to see how stuff, <laughs> let me learn this part because <laughs> I've never learned this.
1: <laughs> so, uh, plus all the different energies from all those 50 people. It's not going to
0: happen. It doesn't hmm. work at, it does hmm. not work. That's all, that's all for either showing off or cause when you can't, you can't really produce what people are paying for, you're going to be in trouble. Mm hmm. Yeah. Do <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And, you know, like I told you, when people want to do readings, if you're paying $125, you're paying $100 too much. Because
1: you said it should be $21. Be. That's
0: right. It's $21. That's what it says in the book of Daniel. That's what it should be $21. Mm-hmm. That's what I was taught. If you charge more than that, you're being greedy.
2: Hmm.
0: And greed does not help you. Actually, they stop moving away from you if you have any energies that can help you read those cards. But then again, people can remember, memorize cards in the books and how the cards are read. Mm -hmm. What makes a difference between me and a person who does that is that when I do the reading, I read to before I put out the cards. That's the difference. Because I come with an energy that's going to help me go through these cards. And a lot of people don't have an energy. They just know how to read the cards. Because if you open the book and say, "Oh my God, I know what this one means. I know what that one," <laughs> so,
1: but would the meaning know. would the meanings be different for for one person from another?
0: If you have the energies to read, if you have if you have a spirit that helps you read your cards, the it would totally be different. Yeah, because every coordination of reading, how the cards land, should be different from somebody mm-hmm. who reads the book. And the reason why is because those cards are actually. Have different meanings as you are reading them through the spirit. The mm-hmm. spirit's gonna tell you the beginning, the end, and the uh, the middle, the end, and the beginning of that card. Not just tell you, well, it's upside down. That means that you're gonna lose something. It doesn't work that way. If it's upside down, what comes next? Let's say the ten of the ten of uh, swords. It's upside down on a reading, and then next to it you get the king of hearts, or the queen of of the queen of cups, or the king of cups. So what happens? Something's going to end with this person. That's mm-hmm. what's going to happen. I never read cards upside down because the cards have the same meaning facing up. So it doesn't matter. It does still mean the same thing. Mm-hmm. If you get the hangman next to the King of Cups and you have the Ten of Swords, the King of Cups, has is, he's stuck. That's why he has to break this up. you understand? so Mm -hmm. if the readings are different because you come with an energy that's going to help you make that expression and how it would connect to you and i see a lot of readers that don't make that connection with the person you have to make the connection with the person before you start reading them because how they're going to believe that whatever you say is going to be a connection they're not going to know well i I, she read me and i didn't none none of the stuff she said it belongs (coughs) to me I, i
1: understand but Did she do a reading with you before your reading? And a lot of people don't do that. If I'm understanding correctly, it could be it's symbolism. It's kind of like you could see a red rose and I could see a red rose, but they have two different meanings because it's just a symbolism. Would it be something like that? No, not at all.
0: So let's say you see the red rose and I see the red rose. Mm Okay, they both we both see it as a red rose. Mm -hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. But if you do not express how that red rose is going to connect with you, how gotcha. would you be able to tell that person what the red rose means? Mm-hmm. Then it's just the red rose. Yep. That makes any sense. It does, yep. Okay. So when people are reading you cards and then are unable to explain what the card is trying to say, they are going to get the wrong reading. Mm hmm. Because it's not just the meaning from a book; it's how the cards are connected to you. Mm-hmm. So whatever comes out in the in the reading, we could do six cards, and those six cards are gonna say something like the book says, but you gotta read those cards according to you. Mm-hmm. That's why I gotta read a person before I read them on a tarot card. I know it's perfect right? sense. <laughs> I don't have timing. I don't do half an hour, 10 minutes. That does not exist either. You read into your spirit says I had enough.
1: So it or could be five minutes. Enough. It could be an hour.
0: It could be, yeah. it could be 45 minutes. It could be anything mm-hmm. into the spirit says This is all I've got to say. That's it. That's mm-hmm. what I don't take it any further.
1: Hmm.
0: And then I, I read people every 90 days, by the way,
1: why 90 days?
0: Because you cannot, Anything that those cards are gonna put out will happen between 24 to 90 days, guarantee. Hmm. And I'm not kidding when I tell you guarantee. <laughs> hmm. If I do a reading and I tell you this is what's gonna happen A, B, C, and D, you have to understand between 24 hours and 90 days, this stuff is gonna fall into place. Hmm. Uh, you can change certain things from happening, that's up to you, but I can't stop you from from doing it. Hmm. Um, that's just, it tells you exactly what will happen in the next, you know, 90 days. That's the way, the number that I got.
1: And they don't say why. <laughs> of course. That would be too easy.
0: But of course, you know, if karma is going to go back to someone from doing something back to me, it's 24 hours. Hmm. They don't wait, especially if I did nothing to the person. When people are bad, you're just bad. You're going to get karma from it. Within 24 and I, hours. Yeah, no, I, I can't. I cannot take it back either. Like, it is what it is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I basically, you know, just take it for what it is. It, it's okay. <laughs> 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 you know, later on, if people want to hate me, oh, no, how about like this. That's, that's fine. I did nothing to you.
1: Mm-hmm. But good luck. I like your outlook. Yeah. (laughs) Well, my friend, we could probably go on for hours and hours, and it's been over an hour now. So, um, I would love to have you on again at some point if you're willing. Anytime you need me, you know that. Yes. You got me. Thank you. You got me. You got me, cat. Yay! All (laughs) right. (laughs) Oh. oh. You're gonna party with me. You'll love it. (laughs) well thank you so very much for being on here is there anything else that you would like to say before we sign off
0: well I appreciate everyone that has um, has respected that there is there is a side that most people do not understand and I like the fact that when people are starting to get more acquainted with the fact that we cannot ignore the things that we see but you know we can ignore the idiots that believe that this does not exist. Mm. It does. It's very vivid. It's all over the place. And the more and more we see, that's an issue at the end of the day. So, happy ghost hunting. Happy ghost hunting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) Stay on the line. We'll uh, we'll chat just for a couple of minutes, but thank you so much. Much love and light to you.
0: Likewise. Thank you.